0: Welcome back to the Five Piece Podcast, where we discuss all things purpose, possibility, productivity, prayer, and pressure. I'm your host, Jessica, and I'm so excited you decided to listen in to today's episode. Before we jump into today's episode, don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a comment about the podcast. That lets me know that you're out there listening, and it also helps to let me know what you want to hear more about. And last but not least, make sure you follow us on Instagram at the number 5 PS podcast. Okay, so let's jump into today's conversation. I think it's going to be a pretty quick conversation. I was sitting here thinking about things to discuss. There are a number of topics I want to cover in this series of the journey to becoming as we explore entrepreneurship journeys, as we explore the decision to going to a particular field, especially in corporate America, I think it's always interesting to hear that as well, along with the journey to just existing and being proud of who you are and owning your greatness along with your quirks and your awkwardness. I was going to start today's conversation out with discussing getting back on track. But before I jump into that conversation, I may save it for another episode I want to just talk about my journey to entrepreneurship and what that has looked like for me. So I would say growing up, I was always creative in the sense of I was trying to build things. I remember as a child, we had a house fire fire, and we had this DVD player that stopped working as a result of the fire. And I took it apart. Cleaned it out, tried to figure out how everything on the inside of the DVD, <laughs> how it worked, put it back together, and voila, it worked. I always enjoyed playing games on computers, um, setting up computers, just all of those things. I also grew up playing quite a few instruments as well, so I wouldn't say that I'm an expert, but playing a number of instruments. I also played basketball, so I was pretty well-rounded and active. And I always had an idea of just being a successful business owner. I've shared here on the podcast, one of the pivotal moments in my childhood was me being in the garden with my grandfather. Y'all know I'm from the deep south. So my summers were spent working in the fields with my grandfather on some of his property. He grew beans and peas, amongst other things, so we would get up early in the morning and we would have to go out into the garden with my grandfather and we would pick beans and peas. Then we would spend the second half of the day shelling these beans and peas when we were not playing. And once it started to cool off, guess what? We went back into the field for a second time to pick beans and peas. And I don't know, maybe it was just uh, in the deep South I, I think our church always held revivals during the summertime or vacation Bible school. So by the time we finished that, we ended up going to church. So a lot of fun, right? But on this one particular day, I was out there and I, in my mind, I was dying. It was high. I think I had a headache. <laughs> and my grandfather, who was born in 1929, so, you know, definitely old school in his approach. I was I, I fell on the ground. So a bit dramatic, right? I was actually being dramatic in this particular moment. And I was like, I cannot do this. And his response was, gal, get up. (laughs) And he was like, if you don't want to do this type of work, make sure you go to school, work hard and get your lesson and get good grades. I will never forget that (laughs) moment. I will never forget that moment that has shaped my view of uh, my views of education and the necessity to not only do it but to do it well but it also put a hunger and a thirst in me to say like there is no way I could do this there are so many other things that I probably saw as a child that shaped that viewpoint as well but that particular moment that hot summer day helped me to figure out or helped me to realize that this was not the life Granted, we ate the food. It wasn't like we were sharecropping per se. It was his land. It was our food. It was his hobby. But it helped me to recognize, one, hard work. So there's an appreciation of hard work. But it also is the balance of if you want more out of life, you need to work for it. You can't halfway do anything. So as I reflected upon <laughs> after that I think I was always a pretty good student I always I, I always aimed to get straight A's and everything I did I I would say I was a well-rounded kid awkward but well-rounded so going into college I've shared here before I think just with the influence of the Cosby show and just probably all of my friends at one point we always like okay Let's go into the medical field, and that didn't last long, guys. And what started to surface up while I was in college was like, I'm—I've always been interested in business. I'm always interested in how to make money. So I was the child that was saving money, trying to hustle out of here, guys. I was—I was always about the dollar. Uh, <laughs> so when I got ready to switch. Majors. I moved to accounting and there's probably a deeper story there that I'll say for another time. Um, so bouncing from accounting into business. And I think there are so many things that came out of that, that changed to a business degree that focused on MIS that helped to shape life after college. And I wish that at that moment in college of trying to figure out what I really wanted to do, I wish I would have spent more time tapping into what I naturally was good at. Right. You know, being creative and um, thinking outside of the box and the ingenuity behind that and just really being able to put together the pieces of a puzzle and most importantly, just get the job done. But it didn't really make sense. So fast forward to post-college life. So I ended up getting a pretty good job right out of college that I was excited about that allowed me to utilize everything I had been good at um, throughout childhood and what I had focused on in college as well. So started out in an applications analyst role for a pretty well-known company. And outside of that, I there was still a void, and I'm going somewhere with this, there was still a void to create and to manage my own thing. So, um, and there was also a desire to see others also do well. Uh, so I think, I don't know what, which came first. I started this organization called Be Unique, where we really focused quite a bit on pairing with underserved communities and teachers so that we could identify those first generation high school students who were looking to go to college but need assistance. So started out with that. So it was a lot of mentoring. And there are some great interviews that was featured on the website. So shout out to any of you who I interviewed back in 2011, 12, and maybe even 13. We went into the communities we did. We focused on health and wellness, even feeding the homeless. There were a number of things we did. It was a really great experience. And that was my first true experience with owning a business and running something that was meaningful, and most importantly, that I was passionate about. Fast forward, I don't know, maybe a few months, and I do think this came afterwards, I wanted something else that was not necessarily just focused on social responsibility, which is important, but I wanted to focus on something that was more so revenue driven. So I started my company, Unique Treats. And I used a name that was very similar to Be Unique, which hindsight, I don't know if I should have. I don't know if I would um, give that same advice to someone, but definitely um, consider your naming because I think there was some branding confusion. So that's one thing I learned along the journey is to think through your marketing strategy. But moved over to Unique Treats, and it started out with a number of things. One, I was still looking to showcase um opportunities to improve uh, resources and accessibility for the youth. And really the biggest thing that to this day still remains to be true is that I wanted people to feel good about themselves. So within the products that I was looking to roll out, it focused really on those people who have been pivotal within my life. So we started out with body butters was our core thing, along with some jewelry and a few apparel items. And each item that I created, it focused on people who had impacted me along the journey. So you know, you had like my, um, I had like a body butter that was named after my grandmother, my mother, some of my friends, uh, just all of these people that along the way they they meant something to me. They had poured back into me, and it continued to evolve. So as time would have it, and just being able to focus on things that were easier for me to focus and at that particular time that's the direction that just really made the most sense over time after moving I decided to close out be unique which was hard right because that was my first entry point into business but I learned that you have to know when it's time to close things down some things don't last forever and it's one of those things that took a lot of prayer. So one of our major P's is that it wasn't a decision that I made lightly, but I had to make it nonetheless. So I started to focus a lot on unique treats. And while all of this was going on back in 2011 and 12, I also started Permitting presents. At the time, it was focused a lot on business strategy. It was focusing on marketing, branding. I felt like Promising presence and unique treats were the areas I needed to focus on while also working my corporate job. You may be thinking like, Jessica, if you had these ideas, why did you not leave your corporate job? I think it goes back to that little girl who was in the field (laughs) who had this vision of mastering corporate America. So, a lot of times people will tell you like you need to do one or the other, and I'm i I'm of the belief that you can do both well if you desire to do so. So that's been my journey. And I enjoy the, the rat race sometimes. Okay, so back to storytelling. So um so unique treats really did start to span out and we started to phase out some components of the handmade jewelry. Um, And we focused quite a bit on the body butters, which was great. And I think we had an audience for that. Another thing that I learned in the journey is you can't spread yourself too thin. And when you have a handmade business, it takes a greater amount of time to put into it. And sometimes it also takes more resources to put back into that product. Because you're making everything from scratch, you have to ensure the quality of goods. You have to ensure the um, you have to ensure the consistency that you're putting out as well. So there are so many different things that went into that particular phase of the business that um, that just became a lot to manage. To be honest with you guys. So that's when we venture into more of the print on demand services, because, again, I had a lot going on, um, required my attention. And my goal was to still make sure I was rolling things out that were relevant to me, relevant to the market. And also went back to the mission of the company, which is to make sure people felt good about themselves, that they believed in themselves, and that they embraced their uniqueness. So all of this time, Promising Presence has been there, right? So I've been doing consulting on and off since 2012, 2012, yeah. I've always done it at a capacity of having elite clients so I didn't have to over myself so a lot of people say like Jessica how do you have time for all, all of this if you find the right clients they'll be willing to pay you your worth so it's about quality over quantity so that's another gem I learned in this journey so fast forward to 2020 when the pandemic hits and one it's just hard to get products mailed one you're afraid to leave the house Uh, (laughs) two people really aren't focusing on that portion of they're not really focusing on buying soaps and handmade goods because there was a fear about the transmission of um, COVID which I mean I get it so it was easy for me to make the decision to for that particular moment halt the sale of body butters because it was just too much to focus on, especially while turning into a full-time teacher at that time. I had a newborn and I was still having to work corporate America while in the middle of a pandemic. So, um, yeah, so we decided to make that pivot. What is what, so what do you get from this in the journey? So you may be saying, okay, Jessica, why, why do we need to know this part of the journey? You need to know this part of the journey because it's important, again, to be willing to pivot. P of the day is pivot. There, Things will come up that will shift your perspective, shift your um, resources, shift everything else around you. You have to be willing to embrace the pivot. Pivoting is not failure. Pivoting is... Navigating to your journey using a different road. So embrace it. So moved away and really focused quite a bit on the print on demand services, um, which is one of those businesses that allows you to. Run it pretty easily. I'm gonna do a podcast episode on this, or maybe I'll do a live on Instagram where I talk about the setup to um, set up for print on demand. And if you don't have a print on demand store, it's one of those things that you can set up within an hour, have products available, and people can purchase it. And the company um, makes the items, they ship the items, they track the items, so you really have. Minimal overhead, which is my type of business at this particular juncture of life with those type of products. And it's really because my focus has shifted to a lot of the consulting and managing the team that um, that conducts that work. So embrace pivoting is what I'm trying to say, guys, embrace pivoting as you learn, be willing to move into other areas you don't have to stick with something that's no longer serving you you don't have to stick with things that are not valuable anymore you don't have to stick with things that are not making you money and most importantly you don't stick with things that God has told you to leave alone move forward it's okay it might not be comfortable but it's okay to move into new areas when you move into new areas, you're able to expand your reach. You're able to meet new people. You're able to blossom in ways that you could never blossom if you stay in that space. And not to misquote the scriptures, right? One of the things that appears four times in the gospel is Jesus t- um, telling telling everyone that a prophet is without honor In his hometown, essentially, like he doesn't get the recognition that's due to him when he's around the people that he's familiar with. So what did I take from that? And again, this is me applying this to my life beyond what the scripture is talking about in this particular moment. It's letting me know that the things that seem familiar, if I stay there, I'm not going to get the overall reward that I may deserve. That's not what Jesus was talking about. But hey, this is how I got it. And this is what I'm applying right now, because that particular scripture appears in Matthew. It appears in Mark, Luke and John, where he's saying, hey, a prophet is honored everywhere, except in his hometown, amongst his own family. So sometimes we get so comfortable being around those we know and what we've done before That we don't move along in our journey. So I encourage you to think about all of the things that you've done. Pat yourself on the bed and say, okay, I made it pretty far in this journey. But then get up and move forward to something else. It's okay, right? Don't get too comfortable, because when you start to get too comfortable, guess what? You won't experience any growth. And if you're not growing, you're dying. That's one thing that I learned with my garden. Um, so since last year, or remember the year before I've been growing the small garden, right? And one thing I noticed is that especially with things like carrots and things that grow out of ground, they need space to grow. And when they run out of space to grow, they become stagnant in their growth. You can water them. You can make sure they're getting enough sunlight, but because they don't have the capacity to grow. Guess what? They don't. They're done. So make sure that you put yourself in a position so that you have the capacity to grow beyond where you're currently at. Okay? get ready to move forward. Get ready to continue on your journey. You will learn a ton of things along the way. You don't have to know it all. You just have to prepare yourself for what's next. Be willing to move forward. Make sure you're praying, of course, and have a plan in place. And just see it through. Okay, guys. That's all I wanted to talk about. I wanted to share my journey. What has influenced me? This is only the beginning But those particular moments in my childhood, those moments in my childhood continue to drive me today. I am still learning and there are still so many great things ahead. I am excited about the outlook of the rest of this year. So, and I hope you are excited about yourself as well. Hope you're excited about all of the things you're working on, all of the the people you're influencing and helping to be better. I hope you're just excited to just be living. I'm going to tell y'all this and then I'm going to end for real. So I was talking to my husband the other day and I asked him if I gave you $1,000 or someone on the street gave you $1,000, would you be excited? And he was like, oh, I guess. So then I said, well, what would you say the value of your life is? And he was like, I don't think there's a value of it. So I said, if someone gave you $500,000, would you be excited? He was like, "Uh, I guess so. If someone gave you a million dollars, would you be excited? Again, so then I said, so what's the value of your life? There isn't a price. So what am I saying to you? You are invaluable. There isn't a dollar amount to measure out your life. So every single day you wake up, God has given you something that you cannot put a price on. You should be excited about that every day that you wake up and your feet hit the floor. You should be excited just to be living and excited about the opportunities you will get throughout the day. So I encourage you to wake up with excitement. I encourage you to approach every opportunity with excitement, knowing that it's God's will for you to prosper It's God's will for you to be in good health It's God's will for you to live a prosperous and a fruitful life embrace that have fun with life life is meant to be enjoyed so no matter what you're facing I hope you face it with a smile okay all right well that brings us to the end of today's podcast So, guys, if you've enjoyed this podcast, again, make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast. I want to hear from you. Our second announcement, you know, over here we call them church announcements. Um, But our second announcement is for you guys to make sure you pre-register for the bridge. The bridge will be held this year on November the 12th. It's going to be a dynamic experience, and I know that you will leave Transformed. The bridge is for everyone, business owners, corporate professionals. If you're breathing, I want to see you there, and I want you to bring a friend. We will share more details about where it will be and how you can get there. But for now, I just want you to pre-register for the event. All right. Um, our last announcement, no, actually I have a few more announcements while I have your attention. Let's talk guys. Make sure if you're interested in business coaching, if you're a small business and you're looking to get up and started, make sure you go over to my website to sign up for our curated connections coaching session. We meet once a month, but throughout the month you have assignments that help to propel your business. So sign up for that today. If you have questions, send me a message, I would love to answer them. And if you are a larger company and you're a business professional, you're saying my team doesn't have it all together and we need assistance propelling our business to the next level. And you want to be the standout star. Bring my team in, have a team of professionals who are skilled in business development design thinking, sustainable growth, all of those things. And we would love to set up a training session for your organization to help you go to the next level. Go to promisingpresence.com to sign up and someone from the team will reach out to you shortly. And guys, if you haven't checked out the products on Amazon, the products on unique treats, you need to get your gear, make sure you pick up one of the God-given purposes mugs, It really is my favorite mug to drink out of. I'm posting it all of the time on social media. I drink out of it all day because I always have a cup of coffee or some tea to get through these days because, you know, kids and such. Okay guys, with that, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. I look forward to talking with you soon. Bye guys.